Well, good day, guys, and welcome to yet another West Underground podcast. Today, I'm on the couch with Hamish, Paul, and none other than Black Heartbreakers. Howdy. How are we? How are you doing? I mean, let's give them a big round of applause. Paul, Hamish. Self-clap. For those who self-clap, round it up. I mean, like, for those that don't know who the Black Heartbreakers are, you are in the right place. For those of you that do, you are in the right place. Today, we're going to, you know, kick the can with the boys, so to speak. We're all saddled into the couch, and um, from what's been around about a five-year journey, I won't reveal all, um, you know, they've experienced a time or two, and uh, right now, they are making some serious waves with their new hit single, Pressure Drop, which you can, you know, stream on Spotify if you like, but you could also, you may be find out a little bit more about the song here. So without further ado, here is Black Heartbreakers, Hamish, Paul, take it away. Um, what, we, what? I mean, I'm thinking of the first question we can ask these lads. Well, let's just like, take it back to the start, you know, and ask, yeah. how'd you get started? So I guess the band started with me and Sean. Yeah. We were playing in another band and we got really into like these like 50s bands so sort of like like real just classic songwriting yeah, sort of yeah. stuff and we started to get to that and really tried to push ourselves with like how how can you write a song and really breaking down what a song is and stuff yeah, yeah. and so the process of that we just we basically just wrote a whole album of songs and we were like fuck it we should just yeah. make we should just record this yeah. so we we got together with ronnie who's in the, from the heights now and we'll using fangs um it's like five six years ago i think we got to, got together recorded the album like a week and yeah we're like, this is pretty good. This is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and nice. so we were like, we should play some shows for the album. Yeah. And we did that. And they were like always sort of just kind of, um, I guess like temporary members, I guess, sort of thing. Yeah. And then... What was the album called, by the way? It was self-titled. Just self-titled. It's called Black Eyed Breakers. All right. Turns out it was it. You'd, you'd be pretty hard to find it, it now. About a week. But, uh, yeah, about I a week. Wrote it in... Wrote it over the course of maybe like... Three to six months? Yeah, around yeah. that, around that I time. When I think about the name, Black Heartbreakers, yeah. it gets me thinking that you guys are a little bit edgy. I know it's kind of like punk rock and all that, but, you know, it's quite a bold statement to call yourself a Black Heartbreakers. Is a bit of a story behind the name? Um, not not a big story. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just... all about, you know, the trivial facts that make a band. We were um, trying to come up with a name. We were originally going to call ourselves the... Rumours. Okay. That was the first time the rumours, and then the album was going to be called. We got, got cease and desist. Have you heard? Heard the the rumours. We thought that was like a real, real, real clever. Yes, yeah, so that's the edge. That's then it turns out there's like a hundred bands called the rumours, and we got messages from some people being like, "You can't call yourself the rumours because we're the rumours, and my mate plays the band called the rumours, and they've been up for thirty years, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. all this stuff." I don't think they're playing anymore. And we're and we're like, "All right, we're like, relax, relax, relax." Change out yeah. there. Yeah. They just robbed it from Fleetwood Mac, those guys. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of people going, like, oh, Fleetwood Mac. And we're like, fucking listen to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> 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 what was. Why not the pink heartbreakers? Why not the green heartbreakers? It just doesn't sound as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so basically, we're trying to come up with just band names, doing that horrible thing that every new yeah. band has to do, which is, what are you going to call yourself? Yeah. You get a list of like 40 different names. You just, yeah. you just come up with yeah, just yeah. everything you can, because you just never know what might. And the, the problem with band is like band names always kind of suck at first. You say it like a hundred, no, like, yeah. like a 
hundred times, and you're like, oh, it doesn't sound that bad. So yeah. you've been with this one, and you've, you've, you've gone half a decade, give or take a few years. Yeah, around that, yeah. And, um, mate, some of the highlight stories as a band, I'll, I'll, I'll go over to Paul and Hamish now. Yeah, Paul, do you want to do you want to ask the question, mate? Yeah. Because I know that you've done it. So, how did you? So, you guys met? How did you guys meet? We went to a, a school school together. Yeah. School together. Okay. Went to high school together. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, and yeah, yeah like I said, playground together. <laughs> yeah, basically, we're, <laughs> we're always the the one ones asking if we we can go into the music rooms at lunch to 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 write our album. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, people yeah, were like. People like, what are you in a band or something? Yeah. Most bands, all of our recent bands have met at school. Also, yeah. Hari Kari and I, they've all met at school like that, and they just kicked off. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, well, it's how it just happens sometimes. Yeah, it's with your mates, I guess. I yeah, with your mates. Hey, Sean, is that an apple? Why don't you try this? It's a roller. So did you have the guys from Fangs go to your school as well? No, 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 no. We, we've known like those guys from just playing shows. Playing yeah. shows like, yeah. since we were since we were like fifteen. Yeah. We've yeah. been playing in pubs and stuff and we met all those guys because they were all playing in bands as well, like around the scene and yeah. sort of you know, just sharing enough lineups that you start to be like, Hey, Let's hang out, yeah, <laughs> sort of thing. And at this point, where we built up a, like a friendship, where when we wanted to make this album, all the songs we wrote, that we were like really happy with. Yeah. We were like, oh, well, these two guys are the obvious. Yeah. How many? Yeah, how many shows. live performances do you reckon you've done off the top of your head? Good. You didn't count anymore. Um. It'd be close to a hundred. I think it'd be. I think it'd be over hundred. Over, over, you know, for some people, that's digit, probably not a lot. Three-digit yeah. territory, and then COVID nineteen hits, and here we sit. Yeah, we. I, I don't think we've played a show this year. We usually do about twenty-five shows a year. Yeah. Yeah. So where where haven't you played? Adelaide. <laughs> oh no, no, just in Sydney. Just in terms of Sydney. Sydney. In Sydney, yeah. we played every venue. Have you done the Emmore? No, no. <laughs> we, we played every not smaller. Yet. That's a bit of a high stand. Sorry, mate. Sorry. We we played the Metro Theatre. We played the Metro. We played the Metro back then. Shout out to your favourite venue in Sydney so far that you've played at. We obviously know Enmore's waiting. In terms of like local venues, I guess like I mean it's pretty hard hard to beat playing Metro Theatre. But in terms of like local venues, uh. Oh, Frankie's is pretty great. Yeah, Frankie's yeah, is pretty hard. Frankie. Frankie's is just is such a, a free gig. Yeah. What about it's just interstate? such a good vibe. Interstate, um, Australian bite. I like Northern playing and playing in, in Brisbane. Brisbane's always really fun. Yeah. I mean, everyone always loves. Sorry, gig. Going. I think it's called the Woolly Mammoth. Yeah, that's a great venue. Oh. Um, Brisbane. We haven't played there, but I saw a show there, yeah. probably October last year, and it was. Excellent. Yeah, that's a really that's a really good. It venue. was really just like it was. It's like a nightclub, but like you're seeing all these rock bands and yeah, cool. that shit's kind of rare these days. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brisbane's always been really good for us. We yeah. we, we, we really like going to Brisbane. I feel like Brisbane's the rock city because I feel like when the guys come over from LA and when yeah. those fans come over, they have so much fun in Brisbane. And we love it. We love playing Brisbane. Yeah, yeah like Goldie. Goldie's Gold Coast is great. There's an awesome venue. There's, there's an awesome Coast newish venue yeah, there called um Vinnie's. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vinny's dive bar. Okay, that's that place. That so place is sick. It feels like it, it's so yeah, every all the locals. It's, it's a bit hard to find. Yeah, yeah, but I went to the one. Bit of a no man's land. Like the joy of the dive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like a door. It's like a tiny. It's like a tiny version of Frankie's. Sort of like it's like that kind of vibe. Okay. 
that. Yeah, that, that, that place oh, is sick. That, 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 that's not the way it goes. pretty cool. Nice and comfy. I mean, yeah. is there a big version of Frankie's? Oh, there's one in New Zealand, actually. It's called... Um, oh, we're going across yes, the trans Tasman bubble. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's actually a museum where there's actually a pole in the middle of the dance floor. Oh, yeah, right. But they do... It's more of a Asian night. It's hard rock. Is it like called Asian, Pole? No, it's called... Um, the North Pole. Oh, I forgot what it was called, buddy. It's, it's called the Seventh State. Let's just call it the, the Seventh State. Yeah. Yeah. All the Kiwis yeah. out there. I, I think, think the big Frankie's is the Whiskey A Go Go. I think you need to go. Oh, that's yeah. in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That was established. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a place in New Zealand. I forgot what it was called. Hold. Hold. No. Anyway, I'll skip it. Been to the Whiskey A Go Go? No, I wish. It's on the bucket list though. But I don't think we'll be going. I can't wait to mention that. You know, there's a bigger version of Frankie's that Paul's told us yeah, about, and then yeah. they're going to give you so much shit about it for not knowing its name. No, it's a big pole. Well, they are now. There isn't a dance floor. We need a big pole now in the middle of our dance floor. Me and my friend went there on a holiday, Jordan. It's like saying you go down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah. it's a whole line of booths, and also cut in between. And they serve cocktails as well at the same time. Always the same lighting, the same atmosphere. Yeah. So you go down these stairs, eh? Yeah. Speaking of going down. What's something that the boys have recently released? Pressure, pressure drops. Talking about going down, pressure drop. Like, it's not where I thought that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was so going. I'm like, I'm like, what's he doing? I'm like, what's he doing? I have a certain method to my madness, but I mean, I, I, I've, I've had, a, I've had a peak. I've had a peak. I've had a listen. Had a peak of the pressure drop. Yeah. The pressure's dropping. So to speak, black heartbreakers, black heartbreakers on Spotify, or where else can we hear? Like, Apple Music, I think we're on Tidal. Um, okay. Oh, any, any, streaming, any, any, any streaming service. YouTube. And previously to COVID-19, 25 times bloody year, give or take. So, you know, I, seen it like I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of people are missing you right now. I, know I hope so. Missing you, Paul's been missed. West Underground is absolutely thrilled to have you guys on the podcast. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It's uh, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Maybe some highlight experiences live, or maybe some musical inspiration. Yeah, I just to ask a question. Yep. Before. How did you come into contact with Ronnie Simmons? How did that connection come about? Um, we first he used to play in a band that o- opened up for Ace Frehley yeah, when he oh, wow. you know, on his like first proper like Australian I, tour I was since big when he was born yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. and um who's Ace Frehley for those who don't Ace Frehley he was the lead guitarist in Kiss the original well, founding member oh, of yeah, Kiss all the, all the I've guys. seen him live I've seen Ace Frehley live he's amazing Ace Frehley's the man he is he's a one man show that guy oh. and um <laughs> what a man yeah, so like, and we saw his band over them. Like, this is a cool band. So we like, sort of started to follow them, yeah. and started seeing them, and then like playing shows with them. We and just became. Yeah. That's kind of how we became, became mates. great mates. Yeah. Really. Wow. So Black Heartbreakers, inspired by a little bit of banter with someone from Kiss, you know, nothing big, nothing <laughs> real, you know. Who else awesome. inspires or? Yeah, Kiss. Yeah, Love so Kiss. Who, who are your inspirations, guys? Um, like, you give us a short list the top of your head you're a big kiss fan i'm a big kiss yeah kiss was kind of the first band that i truly like was like this is this this is me this is my band yeah. like when you when you have that like connection with the band and you know something the lead singer guys so. <laughs> yeah um are you very lyrical, is amazing. And lyrical in your process would you say like in songwriting like, how do you come up with it um i don't know just kind of so, something will just like spark in you and you're like that's yeah. that, that kind of sounds right you write it down thinking of Ace Frasley 
Ace Frehley. Ace Frehley. I always think about Ace Frehley when I'm writing songs, but... Yeah, really. Are you sure? Who are you no, thinking about when you're writing songs? Because you guys are called the Heartbreakers. Maybe you're thinking about previous people that you've broken the heart um, Yeah, sometimes. Um, songwriting, songwriting's a funny one because you can make up stuff and you can also take things from real life and yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's the only sort of piece of, of, like, of like media where it's not categorised by whether it's true or, or not, like yeah. fiction versus non-fiction. Songs can be both at like at the same time. It's like books and films are always yeah. divided well, up into fiction versus fiction. We're fiction. currently having a chat on the couch with some black heartbreakers. I so mean, um, there might be a story there. <laughs> so when you guys when you guys approach songwriting, um, yeah, do you, do you approach it in a like in a structured fashion, or are you just kind of sitting there with the guitar until some kind of ideas you know come pop into your head, um, or do you, do you kind of do it with the band all together? Um, a bit of both. So usually I'll come up with, yeah. like, m the general framework of yeah. the song. So is that you just working out the melody and then kind of putting vocals to it later? Or do you yeah, I, I usually will always write the lyrics last. Yeah. I find it really hard to write, to write words to a song that doesn't have, like, like a melody. I need okay. to have, like, the, what, how the words are going to fit to that. But usually I'll have, like, the music pretty much done, work on the melody until it's like pretty solid to where I like it, then start to work on the lyrics. And while all that's happening, I'll take, we'll take it to the band. And yeah. just, I'm not a big fan of like re recording the whole song by myself at home and then being like, all right, here it is, guys, learn it. Yeah. Like I would rather go in, you know, with you and be like, this is kind of what I'm thinking for the drums, like this is kind of what I'm thinking for the bass. Uh, yeah, that's it. Kind of one thing with Hayden that yeah. was a, just a joy too, is like he's just a, Apart from being so musically talented, like he just yeah. loves the drums as well, and it was always easy to love a good drum. Yeah, it was always easy to just like work with you on drum parts. Yeah. And, well, you know, when we did pressure like drop, it. we yeah. had what four rehearsals tops. I think three. That's yeah. Two Can I give you a beat? Good. Can I give you a quick little beat? Let me know what you think of this. Yeah, go. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already that like that. That would probably that? take up the whole bloody podcast. No, if yeah. kept going, but I, I like that. I, I feel like you feel this le a little bit left out. Oh no, no, we're all starting to go places. Yeah, he's there. Where's the guitar? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it starts from something you know. I feel very humble with music. Yeah. And then it all of a sudden envelopes into black heartbreakers, something yeah. else. So why is it that singers seem to always be good with rhythm? Like, the, in, you know, in so many bands, That's a good, yeah, they, they, singers they, they, always they, seem to be so locked in with the drummers and also seem to be really good percussion. And, uh, yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think it's because um, with singing, like, the, 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 the tempo really just changes how you sing. Yeah. Usually the way we work out tempos is by, like, how do the vocals sound? Do the vocals sound too slow or too fast? Because if you're singing too fast, it sounds rushed. If you're singing too slow, it sounds bored. Yeah. So like, I think that's why singers generally can lock into rhythms pretty well because you have to, you have to flow, you know. Yeah. Like, and I mean, singing's really rhythmic as well. Like yeah, absolutely. The, as well as being um, like all melody based. There's a lot of rhythm involved in. Yeah. Melodies when and singing. When did you first sing? Um, 
I don't know if I was like 17 or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you weren't in the boys' choir. No, no, nothing, nothing like that growing up. I always wanted to sing, but I didn't. You were singing in the shower at a young age. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, Not I from memory, every, I don't think. Every singer's journey is different. It's, it's I am definitely the kind of classic like guitar player. You got lessons around did. 17 or 16. Yeah, I started getting singing lessons when I was like 17, 18 to learn the how, how to sing. But still, that takes, <laughs> that takes yeah. balls. Like, yeah. if you've been in a choir from your little kid, you yeah. know that you have it inside of you. But if you do it later on, it's 15, 16, I feel like it's like... It's it's I, didn't, I didn't do it till I was like 21. <laughs> Oh, so I, I, I guess that puts into like perspective. Sing, oh, sing, sing, Learning to sing is really brutal. Singing itself yeah. is just really brutal. <laughs> oh man, because I've been, I've been, I want to learn how, like how to sing, and I've been trying, and I've been trying so hard. Yeah, it's, and it's just it's, like, well, it's definitely worth it's it. It's just like so hard. You you just like it's oh. scary, you know. It's, it's also it just feels like you're taking a you know taking a leap of faith as well. You are, yeah, there yeah. There you go, guys. The lead singer of Heartbreakers, I mean, a black Heartbreakers, maybe it's the one. Um, is saying. Very good wine. That it's difficult <laughs> to sing, but you're a singer. So, like, elaborate on that, because we've got some young guys watching, we've got some young girls watching, some older guys watching, some older girls yeah. watching. They're like, I'm stuck at home. I want, you yeah. know, to get the inside from someone that has been doing this for yeah. years. Because I like, feel... give us, give, give them. Can I steer this question in a different direction? Yeah. I feel like... You go for it. I feel like we're on the podcast. Man. <laughs> oh well, I feel like the voice is such a tricky instrument. With guitar, you can kind of tune and you can you can see how the mechanics work. With the voice, yeah. it's unpredictable. Like some days you can feel you can be able to do stuff, and then other days you try to do the same thing, and you're like, "What am I doing different here? It's not working." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's oh, hard because you can't see today. your voice either. You can yeah. see your fingers, you can see your guitar, you can see your sticks or whatever. You can't see your voice. You just gotta and like learning to breathe properly and stuff. It's we just gotta like find like where like how to do it yeah. post up yeah singing is singing is really tricky but it's worth learning it'll make you a better overall m musician yeah. by far learning to learn to sing yeah. um it's just practice you know you just gotta sit, sit there with your guitar or piano and do your like do your scales and do your breathing exercises until it becomes second nature a hack practice that's the only hack is, yeah you just got to put in the time you got to put in the hours. Can't fake it. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So during the song "Pressure Drops," you always had a new member, Chip, over here. Yep. So how did you? How did you guys come across Chip? Did he come over and say, "I would like to join you," or did you go out and say, "I'm looking for a drummer"? Um. G'day, Chip. By the way. G'day, mate. Cheers, mate. Name's Adam. Well, me, 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 me and Chip met. Yeah, because obviously we used to play Mind the Curls together. Yeah, that's how we met. We needed a drummer. Yeah. Chip came in. I'm like, fuck, this guy's would it be, would it be this guy's a really good drummer. Chip off the old block, or yep. a lot of people say that Chip of the old block comes in. Sure, percussionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Percussionist, no, he's not a percussionist. He's a drummer. Drummer. Yeah. Yeah. It happened pretty quickly because he was only been Chip's only been a band for two weeks, and you and you got a song out straight away. It's quite a quick process. Obviously, you guys are talented to have a song together. Yeah, yeah, we recorded the track earlier on in the year um but yeah, yeah we would love mates. to say it was a two-week yeah, process I wish, I wish <laughs> yeah. yeah we've been mates like as soon as it I was met, a two-week process yeah as soon as i met these boys we were just on the like just say so, so, yeah just just like that same way yeah yeah just instantly clicked i think you know yeah. the same music that's right yeah that is something not to take for granted to instantly no it's it's, it's really hard to find that, that kind really of like lucky. like a chemistry with people you know and like and like this like 
Well, Molly and the Quells, when I first met Hayden, was the first band that I was in since I moved up to Sydney because I'm not originally from here, but... Country boy. Country boy, that's it. <laughs> Shout out. I'm from Leeton. Oh, I'm from Dubbo. I'd say that you've done away. Well, hey. <laughs> there you go. We love Dubbo. Cheers, yeah, mate. Cheers. Yeah. Where are you from? Cheers from Sydney originally? From Sydney, yeah, we're both yeah, Sydney. Yeah. yeah, so it was just like I walked into the rehearsal room, first rehearsal, seen this dude had a social distortion tattoo on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Long haired Yahoo, and I went. Oh. You're probably wearing too tight a jeans for me to have a gander, mate. Social <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, my, uh, my <laughs> What do we got? Can we, can we get a bit of the distortion? Oh, there we go. Can we get hang the camera? Can we get the camera on this? Let me have a look at this. But my I mean, hungover ass isn't ready for this. The Kanga. Yeah, this is the Ramones. One, two, three, four. Let's go. A little story behind that. Are you able to bring the close-up camera around? Yeah, can, do you mind if we get, we get yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be <laughs> Feels a bit weird, go for it. Mate, mate, don't worry, mate. I'm all good. Give you a little tap. <laughs> what about a that? kangaroo on the other yeah. side if you want to get that in as well. One, two, three, four. Why not six, seven, eight? Five, six, seven, eight. There's one, two, three, four. Ah, keeps going. Okay, okay. That's an exclusive. I'm yeah. What about this one? What about this one? Uh, that, that's that, that, that's free, free domain, that's public. You, you can know that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Like, if you stick around for the West Underground only fans, we've got some yeah. nice <laughs> coming later. We've we got to we find I'm not going to be able to get the lead singer in the land down <laughs> under on West Underground, folks. You heard it here first. Black oh. Heartbreakers on the couch. <laughs> I don't even know how long we've been talking. But, yeah. so, um, Let's keep going. So, also, yeah. you with Molly and Cruz. How's the different the experience between Molly Cruz and the Heart, and Black Heartbreakers? And Hayden, obviously, you were on Molly Cruz for a while as well. Yeah. Is there a yeah? Plus, you obviously were Blake, and then you're Heartbreakers. Is there a, you like being in charge or like being told what to do? Who wears like pants? Um, together, like you work. Does anyone wear uh, pants? I like both. You know, it just it depends on. Well, Molly and the Cruz is fun for me because I yeah I did get to not be like in charge like it was Blake's band yeah. um, and it was nice like not having the personal attachment yeah. to the songs because I could be way more harsh like, I guess yeah. just be like oh I don't think that works I don't think this works this really works that's really great I don't know if that's that great mm. it's way it's way easy to do that when it's not your thing yeah, yeah. yeah when it's your thing it's a bit hard it can be harder to criticize yeah. yourself you know for yeah. me it was just like the, like Red, you've been there for two years you were Molly Cruz for two years I think going on three, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Three. So yeah, just yet. Yeah. Molly, so Molly, 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 Molly. Sounds pretty similar to me. I made the same mistake when I was. How much shit can you take on yeah. the live scene, mate? Yeah. I don't know. Just sort of been surrounded. Like they're all great musicians, and just yeah. same thing. We just clicked on a friendship level straight away. So that was yeah, the most important nice. thing, you know. So yeah. that for me was a good transition yeah. to into Molly and the Curls and into Black Heart Breakers too. Was yeah. I was already a fan of these. Guys, like I'd seen them live. I'd come and yeah, occasionally do merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sell some merch for us. Yeah, hang yeah, out, yeah, drink nice. some beers. Probably yeah, make little jokes like, hey, if, uh, whatever happened, play drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. like you know, whenever the like the decision came that they needed someone to play drums, just a gut feeling. Yeah. And you know, mm. it was a, it was a no-brainer really. Just another way to progress into playing more music. And yeah, yeah. I yeah. love playing music with these guys. They're just very talented. And do you driven. play anywhere in the world? The Crest Hotel in Slovenia. Crest Hotel, Slovenia. <laughs> Shout out, local yeah. home bar. <laughs> James. Hey, mate. Yeah. Um, really I know. Berlin would be sick. Yeah, Berlin. Berlin would be great. Berlin, Berlin Japan. Yeah. 
I've heard, I've heard Berlin's pretty rocking. So have yeah. you guys had a chance to go over to the UK yet or go to Europe at all? No, we we almost went yeah. to the UK like almost like two, like two years two, ago. Nearly two, yeah. We dabbed our foot in it. We couldn't get... We couldn't get enough album. shows to justify sort of going. Yeah. I think we wanted to play like like 10 or 12 shows or something. Yeah. We could only see... We couldn't get past like six or seven shows or something. Oh. <laughs> It's a little bit less. <laughs> Three shows. Yeah. So it's it's like, hey, hey, yeah. you at least had shows whatever it was. was on the I would go yeah. to yeah. But, yeah, but the thing was, we were like, we were like, we can't really justify yeah. kind of spending all the money. But uh, someday, you, someday for sure. Would yeah. you bring your gear over, or would you just borrow gear on your own? You'd, 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 you'd borrow as much as you could. Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd bring guitars, sticks. That's kind of. I like that on a local level too, or like. Nationally, like if you're touring around Australia, it's just like yeah. the least if you, you can could bring. Be friends with any band in the yeah. UK. Well, we've got a friend here. Oasis. Liam's. Did you want to meet? Did you want to meet Ringo? Did you want to meet the boys? Did you want to meet? You know. Oh, I tell you what. I'm with the free. I mean, who's who's our age right now? Go for tea with Ringo. He's available. Catch up with our buddies at Stiff Little Fingers. Stiff Little Fingers. Yeah, we played. We played with twice. No. Yeah, twice. You boys probably have a lot more. You know options when it comes to abroad than what yeah, we, yeah, we, we meet the eye when you go definitely explored like a lot of it. gigs a year yep. five years well, together well, we rumour has it that it's now black heartbreakers for a while like you've got options yeah we were meant to, we were sort of meant to be in Texas like right now sort Texas. of Texas if we were it was yeah. fried Snickers bars yeah <laughs> it was in the, the works you want to tell them about going up. for Pumpkin sure um, oh y'all so last year we did a tour in Australia yeah we bought some uh, some friends over from Texas band called from Parts Unknown Just check them out um, so that was a great tour that was I guess I hear I keep hearing the boys talking about how that was one of the best tours we ever did yeah. just because like you know, when you tour with a band, like a split tour, where you you drive in the same destination yeah. doing the same gig, you know, a lot of there's a lot of negative buzz about how that's just an unwanted, you know, like a bit of a shit fight, bit of a, yeah. but it was it was fantastic, like it was just a really it was it was so much like fun. DIY yeah. effort and just like a big slog, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we we started off at Brisbane. Um, every drive was between seven to eight hours on average. Yeah, so wow. you'd wake up at about six and then just pedal down and we pl- yeah. we play. show up. And they and they, it, it would be like twelve o'clock that night, and they'd be like, "So what times? You know, what time are we waking up? Oh, six a.m. Power. We, we <laughs> and uh, but yeah, we we made the best of it. Like it definitely. Yeah, um, yeah it was a hard slog. But in uh, in that saying, we um, we were meant to. I guess they wanted to return the favor, so they wanted to book us a tour. Yeah. We were, we were going to go and do like a two-week thing in Texas or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah during then, the circumstances, know, we some some things right happened, now. and yeah. um, it didn't. But in the future, for sure, we'll definitely gonna yeah. hit and hit them back up for that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so unfortunate what's happened at the moment in the world with music. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it just well, hey, sucks all over. You know, like it's just a bad. From, but we've still got the boys on the couch. Yeah, yeah well, that's, well, that's it. We're trying to do as much as we can, especially, yeah, especially you, you know, utilizing. You know, yeah, yeah, it's an awesome thing that, that you and guys are doing here. Just you know, trying yeah. to trying to put something, trying to put something out in the flesh to the screen. 
girls and boys, men and women, you know what I, I mean. I think the exciting thing when you think about Texas is in America, it's like the population of Australia lives in that one state. Yeah. You know, it's so big. Yeah. And it's like if you if you make it if you if you're able to, you know, build up your popularity in Texas, you've got you've got, you know, like you've got cowboy hats the, amongst others. The following of the of the South. Just in be cool to just you know, you meet like-minded yeah. bands or even like from parts unknown, Absolutely. and just network with their, you know, their fan base and just reach, yeah. you know, a broader audience and. Hopefully this would be fun. Yeah. This would be fun. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. This would be fun. Yeah. From parts unknown, yeah. Just Texas play in a different. Well, I tell you, shout out to Anthony Bourdain. He went so. way too soon, but great little docker. Anyway, boys, would you like to play a game? Let's play a little game. I got you up on Spotify, Black and oh. Racist for anyone that wants to find them. Nervous. Um, <laughs> first three words that come He's to gone mind. Rogue. First three words that come to mind when I say Shreya your single, I want you. First three words. Uh, the only song that got played on Triple J. Um, Shout out. I don't know about three words, but that, that was, I think, that song was like the first, like, Kind of like really good song we had. Okay. That was the first thing we did after the very it's first album we did. On Spotify though, so. oh. No, it kind of predated Spotify in a lot of ways. Mm. Yeah, that, that um, song came out before like everyone was on. Spotify was a bit Spotify. of a like, people were still trying to like sell MP3s back then. Yeah. So um, it was know, a, now it's not that case. Now it's like the love of God, please. Pants, you know, yeah. <laughs> stream <laughs> <the> shit. <laughs> Was it better before? Was the idea of selling MP3s better, or was it? You can. Well, it's like radio. Yeah. So if you reach, if you clock fifty thousand streams or or some good, you know, some figure, then your your reach is far beyond what you would have normally yeah. been able to get. Oh, that's, and that's fantastic. Words. What about Bad Monkey? <laughs> uh, hard video to comp. Mm. Hard video. Hard video. So, so there's a video involved? <laughs> there's a video for the Were bad there monkey. monkeys involved? Like sort of. We, we wore monkey masks. Oh, oh, monkey yeah. masks. We wore monkey masks while playing. Where are those monkey masks now? It's COVID-19. Hello. Dude, those masks suck. Yeah, those monkey masks. You mean like... <laughs> they, were, they were just like... Those masks, masks suck. Yeah, those masks suck, yeah. Of the, the plastic... It's hard for me to sit still on they, the um, couch The right plastic now. inside them, every time you'd breathe in, it would just go... It would just stick to your face. Commit. Work on your songs and practice. Put in the time. Um, for me, it's, it's all about songwriting. Like, that's why I do this. I like to write songs. And it feels like a job. It is. <laughs> well, it is. It is. If you're doing full time music, it is a job. You have to be committed um, to it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You, you have, to have to really love it to, to put to up with it. it. Yeah, you know, exactly. it, can get, it can get pretty hard. Yeah. And if you don't love it, it yeah, that, 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 yeah. that's when you go, oh, fuck this, this bit, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you love it, you'll be fine. Yeah, love, love becomes perfection as well. When you love something, you want to be perfect. Yeah, yeah well. you want to be well, good at it. And you want you know? to do over and over and again until you're perfect. Yeah. That's what love of music is. You have to be perfect at it as well. You yeah, you, have try, to you try perfect. to. You don't be perfect, but you have to yeah. sound, you know. You try, you try to be the, the, the best you can because you want to be the best you can, you know. You don't want to, you, you don't want to do it half fast because you love it. You, know? you want to, yeah. you want to put out yeah. as good as of a song or as a anything as a show. 
as a po- yeah. as a poster as you as yeah. you can. Because usually the first song you want to be better than the first song. It's just, there's nothing perfect. You just keep adding on. Yeah, it would, which can be a bad road to go to because then you just like. Yeah. I mean, when, no, when dude, we we spent we've spent months. Mm. I only like months working on a 20 second part of a song. Really? It's being like I don't like it. It's not working. It's not working. You're just doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. And ultimately, that that that's a little bit sort of self self indulgent going that. Insane interviews like just, yeah. just 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 verse one, move on. <laughs> but you know, when you want things to be great, you'll 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 want to work on them. Mm. A wise man once said. Just a level of yeah, care that you put in towards something that you're passionate about. Like if you, yeah, I don't know, if yeah. you really like it and you want you want to be great at it, you'll just keep working on it. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Any and shout outs you guys want to go out? That's my Tony job, Paul. Uh, well, I mean, if you want to add something you think I'll miss, go ahead. No, to Cheers you to you guys. Thanks for, ha- thanks yeah, for having yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for having us. What song's this called? Pressure Drop. What can you tell me about it in three words or less? <laughs> it's our newest. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we've had the Black Heartbreakers, the punk rock and roll band on Instagram. I just followed them right now. Hashtag Pressure Drop available on Spotify and Apple Music. Leave a review. We are West Underground Podcast. Come on, next time. Woohoo!